business is the fuel that drives America. Innovation, hard work, risk, and reward. It's what many call the American dream, and we're bringing the dream to you. It's the Business Beyond the Boardroom Show with your host, Mark Steckman. All right, so uh, we're going to hop right now into the idea of the day, which, by the way, is going to precede the top trending business stories of the week. So first, the idea of the day. This comes from LinkedIn. Instead of defining success by a finish line, a number, a metric, a certain house or a certain car or a certain public profile, define success by whether you get to do the work that you enjoy. Say that one more time. Define success by whether you get to do the work that you enjoy. Pat, for 40-some years, you've been enjoying radio? Well, you know it. I tell, talk about that all the time at Shriner. It's never like a day you come to work. No. It's a, I, I've only, I, I mean, I've had a, a couple of careers, really, in all of my 25-some years. I don't feel like I have had to, I better not say this out too loud, because some people might scratch their head. My, my bosses might walk by. I'll be one of them. I have not felt like I've really, ha- I don't feel like oh. I have to work. When you love what you do, even when, when I was in the apparel industry. Yes, retail. That's no, tough. But, well, but, but it was different. It was a different, <laughs> the men's business, the tailored clothing men's business is a completely different monster. And it we had a lot of fun. I loved every day of uh, what we did. So there you go. Idea of the day, define your success. And following that is our top trending business stories of the week. And I'm going to lead off with um, the $120 million deal. Do you know who that is that I'm talking about? That is the man, the myth, the legend. Used to Actually, his show used to air on this very radio station, um, I don't know, 13, 14 years ago, 15 years ago probably, maybe maybe a little bit more. And that's Howard Stern. You see, he just got— Wait a minute. He just got— He just just renewed a multi-year— uh, contract oh, with Sirius Satellite. I didn't get the amount, or I would have guessed and, that. Uh, you know, satellite radio does not reach as large of an audience as terrestrial radio. With terrestrial being AM, FM radio, right. uh, and the the you know the the multi million dollar man on terrestrial radio, everyone knows is Rush Limbaugh, and he's made hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in his career in the last twenty years. I think his last deal was three hundred million dollars. Limbaugh's wow. was, but uh, anyway, Howard Stern just signed another multi year contract. With Sirius, and it's $120 million. Power of the spoken word, you think it's there? <laughs> yeah. It sure is. His spoken word. It, it sure, sure is. is. That's right. And uh, in the world of podcasts, that same person would be Joe Rogan. So there you go. All right. Uh, on to the next top trending business story of the week, and that is about students. There is a lost generation of students. The pandemic has forced countless U.S. families into remote learning, and it's a trend that stalled progress for many young learners. And uh, virtual school has disproportionately disadvantaged minorities and those in high-poverty communities, putting students of color at an estimated three to five months behind in math compared to those to one to three months for white students, according to a McKinsey study. So, you know, this is a big deal. I know uh, this may not feel like it's a a business story, but uh, it really is because this is the next generation of business leaders. And my question and thought is, you know, how is this 10 years down the road going to uh, impact as these, you know, fourth, fifth, eighth graders, 
12th graders, whatever, as they're entering the workforce, you know, behind in certain areas, whether it's math, science, or even even English uh, in reading. So it's a big deal what's going on. We've got to um, make sure that we're paying attention to our students. Uh, next top trending business story of the week is uh, this one's about the Sunshine State, and that is Wall Street Icon mulls a Florida move. And uh, that Wall Street Icon is Goldman Sachs maybe moving one of its key departments from the New York area to Florida, according to Bloomberg, citing anonymous sources. In what could be another potential blow to New York's stature as the de facto home of the U.S. financial industry, the finance giant Goldman Sachs is said to be exploring potential office locations down in South Florida. Isn't that funny? Joy McAdams is actually at today. And uh, by the way, here in Tampa Bay, we got a lot of that. Uh, One of the largest... uh, one of the largest financial companies in the world right here, just around the corner over in Feather Sound, and that is Raymond James with their massive campus and thousands and thousands of employees uh, right here. Everybody's moving to Florida. Well, look, it's a a corporate-friendly culture down here, tax-advantaged, all employees, no... <laughs> no no state income tax for employees. It's a great place to live, that's for sure. Um, more bad news for New York City. All right, so uh, next top trending business story of the week is uh, something Gary Kulpbaum's been talking about, and uh, that is the IPO bonanza. And uh, no, I'm not talking about bonanza. That uh, remember that you remember that restaurant chain, Pat Bonanza. I do. Yeah, you used to go in. Yeah, it was a smart. You went in, you paid your eight bucks or whatever. Well, of course, it wasn't eight bucks. It was probably about $3. And uh, they give you the little tray and the plates, and you get your silverware out of the the, the standing thing there and your napkin, and then you go pick out all your food. You know, I loved Bonanza. Because of COVID, those I thought closed down now. But when I was in Alaska, I don't know. It was booming. Well, there was one that I used to love when we would take the family trip from Michigan to Maryland or Michigan to uh, Florida. There was a place called Duff's, D U F F. Same thing. And that it was, I think that was the place that had the big round table in the middle of the restaurant yeah. that turned. And then the chefs and whatever, they deliver, they put all the food that came in from the center of the, the table. Anyway, all right. Well, we're not talking about that kind of bonanza anyway. We're talking about startups that are offering their initial public offering as a stock. And a couple of big ones right now, Airbnb and DoorDash are gearing up to go public this month in what's set to be the busiest year on record for IPO offerings in the United States. Uh, Both companies hiked up their price ranges for their IPOs this week with Airbnb targeting a $42 billion, that's with a B, a $42 billion valuation, while DoorDash, which is uh, that company. Do you ever use DoorDash, by the way, Pat? I never did I ha- I have haven't either. or ever will. Yep. All right. Well, they're seeking a valuation of roughly $35 billion. Each firm is expected to raise as much as $3.1 billion, potentially notching spots in the top five biggest U.S. IPOs of the year. So there you go. IPO uh, is it looks like uh, going to be a big deal for these companies. And uh, here's one that I thought was kind of interesting, and we'll wrap it up with this one. And that is something we talked about right here on this show several months ago, which is Uber. Uber is moving on from self-driving cars. Uber, which once set its sights on being a pioneer in the autonomous vehicle space, has sold its driverless car unit to a company 
called Aurora. Uber will invest $400 million and get a 26% ownership stake in the self-driving startup, which has been valued at $10 billion as part of the transaction, according to CNBC. So there you go. Those are the top trending business stories of the week. All righty. Welcome back to Business Beyond the Boardroom. I'm Mark Steckman, your chief marketing and business growth inspiration guru. If this is your first time listening to the live show, you can get more information on our flagship radio station's website. Just jump over to moneytalk1010.com and click on the little show link, which says Business Beyond the Boardroom. And there you'll find links to each of us, Joy McAdams, Kylie Francis, Jen Wiggins, and myself. Or if you want to see firsthand how the strategies that I teach to my clients actually work on Google, simply go over to Google and type in Business Beyond the Boardroom. Or you can just type in my name, Mark Steckman or Kylie Francis or Joy McAdams. You're going to find thousands of links on social podcasts and our websites, and you'll see why what we teach actually works. So up next is my friend and colleague, Kylie Francis. Kylie is a social media influencer, an entrepreneur, and a business marketing consultant to brand CEOs and entrepreneurs who want better results from their social media. Now, she's here each and every week to make you and I smarter, as long as we pay attention to what she says and help us to get better results. Kylie Francis, good morning, my friend. How are you? And welcome back to Business Beyond the Boardroom. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm good. Now, we're supposed to listen to you. Now, how many? what percentage do you think of the, our listeners actually are taking notes right now? You think it's, you think it's as high as it needs to be? Or should we remind everybody to take out a pen and paper when uh, when you get on the air with us? Yeah, I think it's I think it's like any you know motivational video, educational video. You can watch it and you can retain it for a certain amount of time. But the way that you get better is by actually implementing what you say, Mark, Joy, Jen, and myself say throughout these trainings. Because even though they're short segments, they're very practical. Yep. Especially what I'm going to talk about today. Everything we teach is very very practical. And it's especially with social media, it's not enough to just know what you're, you know, you're retaining the information, but are you actually trying it? Are you testing it, split testing it to see if you can actually get a result for your business online? And that's the whole reason why I love showing up every week is my goal for the listeners is to give practical advice. I want it to be simple, practical. Here's your daily task. And hopefully you implement it, not just for today. But for months, you know, you know and what, you see know, what your results look like after time. You know what's funny, Kylie? Working in radio, we we kind of kid around that we don't want to ever tell our listeners uh, to to pull out a pen and paper. Uh, oftentimes, because they're in their car driving, <laughs> right? <laughs> However, what's what's funny about that is is that this show, of course, this this segment will be replayed in podcast form as well. And most people that are listening to podcasts. Uh, It could be in their car or at work or doing other things, multitasking. So I'm not sure uh, if and when people do pull out a pen and paper, but uh, hopefully there are nuggets within this show that resonate with our audience. And uh, I know there are because we get that feedback. And uh, I want to make sure that uh, if you're uh, somebody who wants to grow, not only 
as we wind up 2020, but into 2021, you gotta gotta get this information and uh, put it into practice. Because what we talk about every week, we actually all all of us implement. Joy implements the leadership that she talks about. I know Jen as a as a realtor, you know she she talks about a lot of different things, but she does all this stuff as well. And I know Kylie, you and I do as well. But listen, as we've talked about thousands of times, not every customer is actually ready to buy this very minute. In fact, uh, it's really only about 3 to 5% who actually are. So for the rest of the audience that uh, is out there on social media or on the radio or wherever it is that we're, we're you know, getting our message out, it's critical to be developing that no like, and trust factor. So talk about that and how on social media it can be used to, uh, how we can use social media to effectively accomplish that no like, and trust that we always talk about. Yeah, so the know, like, and trust, it's as simple as what you're hearing. Know, like, and trust. So in order for somebody to buy from you online, more specifically social media, but online as well, they need to know you, like you, and trust you. So let me break that down for a second. And I don't want this to be overlooked either because one of the biggest, I think, frustrations people have online is they think social media, they're like, oh my gosh, I either want to be a social media influencer, I want to have a million followers on social media. They have all these amazing goals, but what they forget is that the know, like, and trust has to be in place in order for your ideal clients to buy from you online, not just buy from you, even follow you online. Mm. So let's back it up a second because, like I said, if your mindset is I want to start social media to grow my business online, that's great. But they're not going to buy from you if you're only posting, you know, once a month. They're never going to buy from you if you never post your own original content. They're never going to buy from you if you decide to show up on the platforms you feel like it. So, like I said, the know, like, and trust. It's as simple as what it sounds like. They have to know you. They have to see you consistently posting online. And when I say no, I don't mean know your middle name, the street you grew up on, what's your mom's name. That's not the type of no I'm talking about. Your ideal clients will know that information over time. But when I say they have to know you is that they need to recognize you. And at the end of this segment, I'm going to go over tips as to how you can build the know, like, and trust to grow trust on social media. So they have to consistently see you show up in order to recognize you. So for example, if I create a quote, on Instagram and I share it to Pinterest and other people reshare it, whatever. And then someone comes across me online, they can say, oh, I know Kylie because I've seen one of her quotes before. So it's just somebody recognizing who you are because you show up. Next, after they know you, they have to like you. And they like you by you showing your personality, you inspire them, maybe the hobbies that you do, maybe you guys both do the same hobby and you show that through your content. It's simply liking you by being yourself. And a lot of, you know, I guess not objections that I get from that, but fears is, oh, I need to be like everybody else because they are successful. And it's like, no, they are successful because they were themselves. Right on. So you're always going to attract the people you're meant to serve when you show up authentically and vulnerable. And then after they know you and like you, I think the hardest one, especially online in 2020 specifically, is trusting you. They have to trust that what you're offering them is exactly what they need. So like I said earlier, I want to give you guys the top ways to grow the know, like, and trust on social media. So you're increasing your chances that your ideal clients will eventually buy from you online. 
And before I get into it, like I said earlier, it's so important to take note that this is a process. It's a pathway that will take three months, six months, nine months in order to nurture, grow, and build. Because you're not going to, like, you know, pass somebody on the street and they're going to be like, hey, I have an offer that can make you a million dollars in your business. Buy for me now. And you're not going to whip out your credit card and be like, okay. <laughs> right. Because you don't know, like, and trust the person. So that's what social media is great for because when your ideal clients start following you online and the first tip that I have for you, you're diversifying your content to be educational, inspirational, and connection-type content, not just all sales, pitchy, selly, you're going to grow that trust factor. So if you guys hop over to my YouTube channel, just search Kylie Francis. I have a free training on the four types of content to grow your business online, which are educational, inspiration, connection, and sales-type content. Sure. What a lot of business owners get wrong is that they sell, sell, sell on every post. That doesn't grow the trust factor because they don't know you and they can't like you if they don't know you. Right, Mark? Yep, that's it. So I used to have, Kylie, 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 I used to have uh, a, a vice president. Uh, it was actually my supervisor, my direct report. He used to say, people can't want what they don't know exists. Yes. So, <laughs> I love it. Exactly. Because, because if you don't... And they can't know you exist if you don't post content. That's exactly it. All right, sorry, sorry, so, to, sorry to take the train off the tracks there. No, you're fine. So top ways. One, diversify your content. Stop selling with every piece of content that you push out. Second is share your brand's why with the reader. Sometimes we do this once and we're like, okay, everyone knows what I do and why I do it, but not everyone's going to go to your website and search for the About Me section. Make sure you're consistently sharing that story at least once every three months. People get inspired by that and they're also connected to the why, and then they'll you know, gravitates towards trusting you because they know why you're selling a specific product or a service. Mm. The third tip I have is showcase your personality and go live. Now, I know that scares a lot of people, but let's be real. The most authentic you can get on social media is by doing live streams. If you're not comfortable going live, at least push out unedited videos where people can see your personality. They can see what you look like and that it's incongruence with what you're posting on social media. So a oh, big reason we don't trust people online is because they're posted next to their Lamborghinis and they're like throwing hundreds in the air, <laughs> but that's not how they are in person. Right. So when you go on live streams, you're showing people you are exactly as how you show up online. That's going to build the trust pretty, I would say faster than anything because you're showing people this is who you are. And not only that, Going into a lot of these other tips, just to like kind of wrap it up really fast, is that when you're on live, be transparent, share the highs, share the lows. You know, you don't need a sappy story every time you go on a live stream, but don't be afraid to share on, document it through a story. And you can also initiate that one-to-one -one conversation, whether this be on a live stream or in a content by having that conversational marketing, like I talked in the last podcast episode on the top trends we see in 2021, is that conversational marketing piece, show up, have conversations with your ideal clients and actually care about what they have to say. Mm. When you do that, you grow the trust factor because it shows that you're there for them, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. It, it all is very like, when I say it out loud, how you would act in real life is exactly how you would act online. It's not different. So there's no need to show up like this person that 
you're not really like. Like, be exactly how you are, and that gravitates people to trust you, even if it's not perfect. Absolutely. Well, that's so, that authenticity yeah. is is huge because eventually, you know, people will see what the truth really is, one way or another. Exactly. And that's another mark. That was such a great topic you just brought up is because a lot of people think they can fake it till they make it. Yeah, could that work for three months, six months, maybe? But there's always going to be a time where you're going to get something's going to happen. You're going to get called out and it's going to blow up right in your face. I've seen it happen time and time again. You're far better off just embracing, you know, all of your imperfections or what you think is imperfections, showing up, delivering that free, valuable content so people can trust you enough to buy your products and your services. And another thing, too, if you're selling online, And people are still timid. Maybe they know, like, and trust, but they're still hesitant to, you know, make that move. Make sure you're sharing video testimonials unedited. Like, the copy and paste testimonial really isn't cutting it anymore. And offer that money back guarantee. And then you can also have ties to it. Be like, I've seen this before online where it's like 30-day do-the-work guarantee or like 30-day. Like, you have to show me you actually use the product or service. Right. And then I can justify giving you the money back. But having money back guarantees is a great way also to grow the trust factor because a lot of times people are just hesitant to lose something because they've been, you know, sidewashed 80 million ways by buying products and services that turned out to not be ideal. Absolutely. So, well, yeah, I see a lot of these uh, box companies, uh, the, you know, where you order the mattress to your house, straight to your house, and you, know, you can try it for 30 days or whatever, and yeah. you don't even have to pay for it until, I mean, you don't even pay for the product. You, and if you, and if you don't level. like it, <laughs> and if you don't like it, they'll ship it back for free. So it's obvious they have a lot of, you know, they, they know that you're going to love their product. And so they have that. But that's the kind of thing we all should put into our products yeah. or services. Such a, such a powerful statement that says, hey, listen, I know without a doubt, if you're the right person, you're going to love this product or service. And this is what I'm going to do to support that. Anything else, Kylie? Or are uh, you uh, on your way to CrossFit? No, that was everything. And I think like the last, I think back to conversational marketing, the last tip that I have is be accessible. If you have somebody commenting under your, you know, social media post, maybe you're on a live stream, people are commenting, answer them. Like I'm done with seeing businesses and influencers, you know, post content and they just leave the platform and just want all these likes and followers and comments and whatever, but they're not even having conversations with their ideal clients. And that's where the business is. When you show up for them, you're already going to stand out tenfold by all the other people that think that they don't have to show up for their ideal client. Yeah, no, so be no accessible. Doubt. I'm not saying, you know, I have to take 80 hours of your day, but take 10 minutes of your day to answer questions. Yep. Well, I think if, if listen, if it's your business, do you even, right. you, you, you know, I mean, an hour of your day, really? I mean, there's, uh, we got to really think about that and think about how important our customers are to us and our customers, whether they're on social or whether they're in our store. Listen, if you own a brick and mortar store and you walk right past all of your customers in your store, whether it's a restaurant or a retail store or whatever it is, if you literally walk right past all of them and ignore them, your business is not going to be successful. You need to glad hand. Uh, I used to say you got to kiss babies and shake hands. We can't do that right now because of COVID, but you can do it socially. <laughs> you can do it online. Kiss those babies, shake those hands. Kylie Francis, thank you so much for being a part of the show today and every week. And uh, looking forward to having you back again next week. Where can everybody find you online? You can find all of my links at kyliefrancis.com. Awesome. Thanks you so much, Kylie. Talk to you again soon. Thanks, Mark. You got it. Have a Bye. great day. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for listening to Business Beyond the Boardroom On Demand podcast, a feature of the Business Beyond the Boardroom live radio show. You can listen to the full live radio show every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time anywhere in the U.S. simply by going to moneytalk1010.com. Or if you live in Tampa Bay on 103.1 FM, 92.1 FM, 1010 AM, or 99.5 HD2. Also, you can follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter for more great business and marketing content, or just hop over to my website, marksteckman.com. Thanks for listening, and make it a great day.